0: Welcome, everyone, to the Dwee Bros podcast. You've seen the Joe Rogan podcast. You've watched Howard Stern, and now you're clicking to this tab. Okay, let's see what the Dwee Bros are talking about.
1: We're the next wave.
0: Yeah, you all, you you guys, you come in here. You gotta get our opinion. Welcome. We enjoy seeing you. We don't virtually, in the comments, on the likes. When I see that little thumbs up, I get a little giddy. Every week, we thank you. No, every other week, but we thank you for joining us. We haven't introduced ourselves in a while. I'm Zach Pike, a.k.a. Dweebo, joined by Travis.
1: Hey, how's it going, guys? A.k.a. Slyth is my name on Twitch, SlitheGG.
0: Yeah, and, and also joined by... Jacob. His audio's <laughs> not on, so
1: Who's muted?
0: <laughs> He's, so he doesn't hey, <laughs> am
2: I, I didn't know I was muted. I'm sorry. Um uh. Hey guys, what's going on? Again, technology, it sucks. Who didn't know that? Um but technology's okay. awesome. AKA werewolf. Glad to be here. Oh oh I haven't done that in forever, dude.
0: Yeah.
2: Once you get past the age of twenty, you stop the introductions. Past the age of twenty,
0: you stop howling like a wolf sometimes.
2: Yeah. It's uh, unless it's quite-
0: unless you're a furry, then I mean you go on it, you know, do what you gotta howl whatever you gotta howl at. Howl away.
2: If, each their if, own.
0: If you were a furry, what animal would you be if you had to choose?
2: I, I don't feel comfortable answering that question.
0: I would be oh my God. a zebra because I always like my name is was
1: Zach and Zach. I liked the zebra. I'd, I'd wear be- a zebra head. I'd be a tiger because I, I like the Bengals. That's
2: I thought you were going to say something else.
1: <laughs> what do you think I was going to say?
2: Because you like to dominate. <laughs> 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 oh, my Lord. Well, what else Jeez. do you think i a furry?
0: Jeez. You don't have to be – Jake, you got to be, pick one after that. Yeah. Uh,
2: uh, I'm passive, so panda. Okay, I could see you in a panda.
0: <laughs> I can see a panda. Yeah,
2: I, I right. get I get very violent when someone approaches me. So we do all pandas have our... get violent. Yeah, I do, dude. Like they protect their kin. Okay. But we like, all have our. Uh, I like our furry how he said persona. a lion,
0: and you're like, "Well, I get violent, so I'll go panda." <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm not like, I, it's just not me, man. I get violent when they get near me. Other than that, I'm pretty chill. That's a good
0: one. Zebras don't get violent; they just graze. all right well uh welcome to the podcast we talk games we talk tv shows movies we like to have fun here but you know what uh kind of an elephant in the room we want to start the podcast out this way uh it's weird uh we talked before we started about this it's just weird all these years all these years we've kept out of politics i think that uh uh, a goofy guy who wears Garfield T-shirts shouldn't be talking about politics. Just a thought. Um, you know, I. It's weird. It's a weird fine line. I, I, you know, it's it's a weird fine line of you don't want to offend people. I don't know everything. Like, I really am not a political expert. I don't know these things. That's part two. Well, I have. I, I wouldn't
1: say either of us, or maybe any of us, are extremely politically yeah. motivated. Yeah. yeah, we vote and we have opinions on sure. things, but we're not like activists.
0: Yeah, really. and it gets yeah. dicey because like one thing we could say could turn yeah. into like, oh, they just hate this group of people or they hate this political group or.
2: And it's not you know, like we feel that way either. Yeah, so it,
0: it just was always a belief of like, hey, let's just, you know, we are games, TV shows or whatever. There's smarter people than us. Yeah. You should maybe get in your information. To them. Yeah. Uh but I feel like it would be total, uh, you know, uh, I'd feel like a loser if we didn't at least mention what's going on right now, because it's kind of bonkos. Um, you know, since we started this podcast, nothing to this degree has happened in America. So we are in the Cincinnati region in Ohio. Um, and if you haven't heard already, if you're outside the country or whatever, there's been protests. There was a police killing of a man named George Floyd um in Minneapolis and there have been protests all around the country so uh there have been protests also in Cincinnati uh the Cincinnati area um but I guess all that to be said uh that it's it's it just sucks like this week is just it's been like part like you know you're seeing the best also in humanity, like I'm seeing some awesome videos of like cops mending and like, I'm seeing some really cool videos that way, but I'm seeing a lot and actually more so of bad behavior Mm. of cops. And this Mm. isn't, you know, I also have to, again, we're walking on eggshells. Uh, I know cops, I, you know, respect cops, but when you're seeing this to the level that you see it, it's like kind of gross. And that's what I feel like, that's all I really want to say is like, it's just, for the people that are um, oppressed and the people that are feeling the brunt of this, you know, uh, I am fortunate enough to just be this goofy guy with a podcast with my friends and I don't feel the oppression, but I can go that this sucks for others and just say, Hey, you know, we're, we see you, we respect you. And it just sucks right now. <laughs> just yeah. this, You know,
2: I mean, I know I can just say this. Uh, I don't think anyone Hopefully, in the right mind would say like anything that's been happening is enjoyable or anything like that, and that's I think that's the part where I think we all have to stand on and understanding this. That man, it's kind of difficult because I I'm not trying to get like any personal than we need to be, but for me, I have a very deep passion and care about people, um, and the well being of people, and if anything, this is kind of I'm trying to use like the right words. I think more or less just encouraged me to. Connect with people better um, to care for people better to understand people better because maybe I haven't done that the best I could in the past mm-hmm. um, And it, it sucks. I, I completely th- that's the only thing I can really say is like this just sucks mm-hmm. and it sucks because I don't I, I'm never gonna understand that Yeah, um, To understand the hurt and the pain that someone has to experience every day um, Understand that what someone has to deal with every day knowing that they're sometimes afraid um, yeah. man for this I'm praying for reformation. I'm praying for restoration and hoping for the best going forward. And that's all I think we really can do other than just getting involved and in understanding people better. Yeah. Um, well, that's just where I'm at.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well said Jake. I, I think that the reality is, is, uh, especially in America, I know we have people that watch us from Europe and, and I can't really speak to other places, but in America for a long time, um, african-american people specifically have had their humanity rejected uh, by cops by you know for a long time it was through via slavery for a long time after that it was through just lack of general civil rights and i would say in the modern era it's it's more subtle um and i think that over the last few years those tensions have come out more and more and more and things really came to a head and zach you said something i thought was interesting which was We haven't had something like this since we started the podcast, which is true like in terms of reaction, but in terms of just things happening, this happens all the time Sure, in terms of the killings, right? Um, But I I guess, Jake, I'm with you. I mean, like my takeaway is is, um, it it makes me realize even more, you know, the need to not just have empathy, but to put yourself um, in other people's shoes. And I, I'm just trying to think through how can I not be part of rejecting people's humanity, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or a group, or always be focused on, you know, a, you know, like affirming their humanity, right? Like yeah. these are human beings. Um, the people that live in whatever part of city you live in, where you think it, oh, that's not a great part of town. Those are human beings, you know, yeah. and they have family. Uh, they have, <laughs> you know, like they have dreams, they have hopes, um, and it really shouldn't have to be said, but I think that it has to be said because, um, our societies, like they're not all progressing, uh, at the same rates across all the different levels. Even me, like, I feel like I'm growing from seeing all this. So,
0: yeah.
1: um, if you watch our show, like you are welcomed and appreciated. And we want to always, um, be growing in our empathy for people that aren't like us. And you know, we're three white guys, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, I guess that's all I can really say. Yeah. And, and just say that you know, you know, we know the struggles that people go through. We'll, we'll never fully understand, but um.
2: I always want to say I think our goal has been to be connecting people in our community around the concept of their love for video games and pop culture and media and stuff like that. That's something that we've always tried to do, um, and we've connected with a lot of people over the course of the three years we've been doing this, um, and we want to continue to connect with people, um, and now even more and maybe more of a deeper scale going forward. Um, but I definitely, Travis, I love everything you said. Yeah. I'm glad that you said it. And if you guys are out there protesting, you know, be safe, be smart. Um, and that's all we can really wish for. Yeah. yeah.
1: The, the only other thing I would say is, because I, I think that this is part of it, is the police br- brutality thing. I would just encourage you, no matter who you are, no matter what your viewpoints are, whether you come from a family where everybody's cops or you come from a family where nobody's cops, really try to pause and just say that, like, it's okay. It doesn't mean you're against cops to say there's a lot of brutality going on that's unnecessary, right? Like, no matter who it is, like, I just think that don't be dogmatic in the way you see the world, right? Understand that there's a lot of layers to things, but I think coming out of this, like, I don't know, just all the clips that have come out of the protest. My sister was down at the Cincinnati protest she was taking video and I'm just seeing people get shot with rubber bullets. And, um, I don't know, I would encourage everybody, whether you're a cop, whether you're a teacher, whether you work at a gas station, practice deescalation and practice treating people like human beings.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I,
0: was I, just, like, yeah, that that I think that's the, that's the core ever. of it. Core of it. And yeah. Remember there's human beings. Oh shoot. Uh, on top of, yeah, all, all of what you guys said was great. Um, I would also add that in one of the videos that I don't know if you guys had seen this, there was a video of, it was in Flint, Michigan, of all the places they poisoned their uh, (laughs) population, but they got this right. Uh, They had the police chief Mm -hmm. out there. I don't know if you guys saw this video, but we did. He said, yeah, he said um, he basically, for those that hadn't seen it, he was like, he got out in the front of the crowd and said, Hey, he was like, I took off my helmet. I took, I laid down my baton. He was like, and I asked what, what do you guys want? And I think that is the core of like a lot of frustration that could be avoided. We could be avoiding something. Like I understand stuff's get violent and there's too craziness. Like uh, when chaos stuff happens, like I can't speak for every individual circumstance in every city, but in this individual, individual, like circumstance, he literally was like, Hey, what do you want? And somebody was like, walk with us. He's like, okay. And, yeah. like, that was a peaceful thing, and everybody was cheering, and they had a good time, and he was like uh, – You know what I mean? Like, it was a good time of, like, hey, like, uh, there was unity, and it's like, okay, we're hearing <laughs> yes. It's like, can you take a second? So, I would just challenge everybody, if you're hearing this, maybe you're getting agitated. Like, there was stuff – as a white dude, like, I've heard some of this stuff, you know, years and years and years ago. I was like, I didn't really understand, and I didn't really agree with it, and whatever, like, inserquencies of race, whatever. That's This is a gaming podcast. But I finally – in my stupid dumb dumb brain i was like you know what i'm just gonna be like tell talk to me like help me understand this and that changed my world like that literally like you know what i mean like that opened up so many avenues of like listening and communication with people and it was like it really helped me so in the same way of this guy just going like what do you want like okay walk with us okay cool and it's like oh you're a human being and that breaks down the walls. And what you, you see in some of these videos is like people forgetting that they're human beings, like Travis mentioned, <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> like just these drive-by, like spraying with pepper spray and all this weird stuff. It's like you don't have to do that. There's other ways,
1: I think, you know. If if your heart is leaning into stubbornness at this time, and you find yourself hardening more, like man, talk to us. Let us know, because like you know, like you can reach out to us. We'll talk to you about where you're at. Like I just would say, like if you're still feeling stubborn towards you know, like the other, the person that's not yeah. like you. Through even all of this, you're really. I, I, I'll take a stand. Like you're, you're missing. You're missing the bigger picture. Like this is the time to open up and and try to learn more about other people, not would, to harden even more.
2: I would also encourage um, anybody who's watching, maybe confused about the situation or not understanding how they should feel, um, to reach now. Reach out to the African American, the Black community, and just kind of like just ask. I think sometimes people feel like it's awkward to ask questions like, "Hey, how do you feel about this that's going on?" Like, you know, it's, they feel like it's awkward because you're asking a racial question. But truth the matter is, I, I do not understand it because I'm not living it, and I want to understand it. And I'm not, I'm not coming across in any dif- different type of manner. I just want to be able to understand what you're going through.
0: Yeah, um, you, you have a that. better chance of learning through that than just saying something and parroting yeah. another opinion that you haven't. <laughs> Yeah,
2: man, educate yourself. And again, I think it's educate yourself and have empathy. Um, I think those are the two things that we've all agreed on is like, you know, be proactive in that. Be proactive in your own rescue. Uh, That's why it always hurts.
0: Absolutely. Cool. With that being said,
1: listen. world's most awkward transition. (laughs) No,
0: here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, you know, equally as, you know, important, I want to get, we have to talk about this. Travis played the game Kingdom Hearts. Oh my
1: God, Don't say it like that. Oh, do not say it like that. Okay, let's just move on. Yes, I started Kingdom Hearts.
0: <laughs> thank you. Now we're getting to the big
1: stuff. Much that's less important, I started Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Okay, so um, Kingdom Hearts, I never played that series, never played that game, um, but after I finished Final Fantasy VII, I kept hearing that that is the same director um, of Seven that directed the Kingdom Hearts games, and so I just finished Seven, and I was like, man, I just want to spend more time, you know, in this kind of a game. Even though it's it's a little different, I think it's still like an action RPG. The menu in the bottom corner kind of looks the same, um, it, you know, and it's also got Final Fantasy Seven characters in it. So I was like, I'm just gonna play this. Um, so I started it up. Uh, I am probably a third of the way through the game. I've probably done four of the planets, so maybe like a third, maybe a fourth, I don't know. But um, I'm playing the final mix version on the PS4, and I really like it. It's it's a really good game. I would say the, the level design and the world show their age. So if you've never played Kingdom Hearts, you play a kid, and he gets swept up in like a storm, and he goes to like another world, and he meets like you know donald duck and is it donald duck i can mix up the donald duck Uh, yeah donald duck Duck and goofy and the you know king mickey is missing and then you start going around to different um different uh universe or different like disney worlds and you you fly on your ship but there's kind of like a, a main world that has like the magic kingdom castle in it and like there's final fantasy characters there that also left their world. So it's kind of like a Final Fantasy anime kind of vibe with those kind of people mixed in with the Disney. Um, and it's good. It's just, it's really charming. Good music. Uh, the battle system, I was a little skeptical because people are always like, oh, it's got such a good battle system. And when I first picked it up, I was like, this feels really plain. I just hit, you know, X over yeah, and over and over again X, and I roll. Yeah. But then I started learning as you do it more, like you get. They're not like materia, but you get like abilities that you can assign and you have certain amount of slots to assign them. And some of them are automatic. They're not the most strategic thing in the world. Um, But what redeems it is the game's really not easy. Like if you're not paying attention, it's 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 easy to die. And I appreciate that difficulty because otherwise it would be very boring. But almost every boss fight I've had, I've had to really think like, okay, what do I want to equip? uh you know do i want the rolling ability or do i want the jumping up in the air and striking ability i use magic a lot i've i've leaned into that and i find that also adds a lot to the um the experience because it's not like you can just shoot a fireball or a lightning bolt like fire is like a very direct attack that has tracking um ice is more or not maybe it's not ice yeah it's ice it's like kind of like an aoe effect And then Thunder, it just, like, sends, like, thunderbolts all over the place, but it doesn't really hurt anybody that bad. So that variety in terms of it's not just what type you want to use, but the way that it will interact with the people around you is kind of cool. Um, You know, it's a good game. I'm liking it. I want to keep playing it. I'm going to finish it. My intention is to play through the series. Um, I'll let you know how that goes because I guess it gets pretty long. Where, Where are you at right now? It just beat Aladdin, so I did. Um, the first planet is Alice, Alice in Wonderland, Wonderland, which was extremely confusing. yeah, and Tarzan, which was also confusing, and Hercules, which I thought Hercules was cool because it was just like an arena. It's a, yeah, it's a coliseum. Yeah. Then we went back to Time Town or what's it called, Tinkertown? <laughs> Traverse Town, Travers Town, Town, and I did you know Tinkertown. some? I fought a boss there, and then I went to uh, Aladdin. Okay. So I don't know what the next planet is. I feel
0: like uh, you're on the upward swing of that game. I think Tarzan is the lowest point of that game. It is – Aladdin Apportent. was much better.
1: Aladdin yeah. was the best one by far. Of yeah, the and
0: I think each world gets better as you go along. Yeah, um, the whole. Game I also does. like
1: the planets don't overstay their welcome. I was a little nervous when I first started, like, oh my god, when I get to the planet, I'll have to do a bunch of side quests, and then it'll yeah, they're not come. too long. Yeah, no, you get there and they get you right into like what the theme is going to be there and who the princess or whoever's going to be and you figure out the keyhole always, you just get right to it. There might be like a little side thing, but nothing major. Um, So I like it. It's got a good brisk pace to it. You move right along. Um, I've been playing it on the weekends because I like to play it in like longer chunks. It's not really a game. I want to just play for an hour. So I want to sit down Mm -hmm. and play it for a few hours. And then the past couple weekends, it's been so nice outside that I haven't played too much. So I'm meaning to get back to it. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts so far, I I would say it's, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's been worth the wait. I'm having a good time with it. The only other thing I'll say is I hear the story gets really convoluted,
0: but so far it's it's very, so far
1: it's very straightforward. So I'm curious, is it that it just introduces things that it doesn't explain or it seems very straightforward to me so far. I will
0: sum up and this won't even spoil anything. The entire series. I know what you're going to say. It's everyone looking at the other person. Your heart is in the darkness and the darkness will not defeat my heartness. My heart has the darkness too, but the heartless will not defeat my heart. That is the whole game. That's all you need to know for the story. Okay. I've summed up. And once you get in a couple games, you're going to, you will see. Stay tuned. Well, I've heard
1: Kingdom Hearts 2 assumes you've played a side game and it basically goes right in with yes, the prologue Chain of, Memories. of that game. You have, just to, see, assuming you you have to watch
0: it. Chain of Memories cutscenes to get the full impact of uh, Kingdom Hearts 2. Interesting approach.
1: So, yeah, Kingdom Hearts is fun. I'm digging it. It's a good time. Cool.
2: That's good. I haven't played it. I have one and two on the PS4 sitting there and I haven't touched it.
1: You should check it out. I think it's worth it. Um, you might I, not I, like I, the graphics.
2: <laughs> it doesn't look bad. The final mix version doesn't look bad. I don't first off, I'm not like I'm not a huge graphics snob. I'm I'm only <laughs> i I'm only a huge graphics snob when it's like I expect the game to be top notch. Didn't you say the
1: other podcast Uncharted 4 is kind of old looking? No, he no. said the facial
0: animations in Uncharted 4 yeah. didn't really Un- age well.
2: Yes. I said they did not look good at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but they do. The hottest of takes here.
2: Uh, the they a of Rose podcast. Compared to Mass Drama. Though. But, again, everyone's entitled to their opinions. And yes, some everyone is
1: entitled to their comments. opinions. You're correct. Even when they say Uncharted 4 has very bad facial animations.
2: They really do. Like,
0: I want to... Yeah. Ju- I- i want to transition with that that uh i would love to see their reactions to and we're gonna get it soon it got delayed but the ps5 um update for the graph for the new games i just picture jacob going this sucks like (laughs) it's the newest thing we have available
2: i I just i have a hard time like if it's supposed to be a realistic game like and it's supposed to like look really like good i don't know i guess i guess like when I look at games like Uncharted and Last of Us, I look at games like Halo and like Call of Duty. I what
0: game all... does have good graphics?
2: What game like does have like Destiny? What? Destiny has really good graphics.
0: Destiny uh, does have really good graphics.
2: Hey, the Halo series has honestly really good. Well, hold it on. sounds
0: like you like. It, it sounds like maybe, I could be wrong, you have a preference towards a little bit of stylized graphics, because yeah. Destiny 2
2: is a little stylized. It is, yeah. It is very yeah. good graphics. You like
1: particle effects too, don't you, Jacob? Like expo- <laughs> like lights and smoke it, and...
2: It, on the art direction, it really does. I'll tell you today, like, I think Wind Waker is one of the best graphical like, yeah. art-directed games I've seen.
1: What did um, you think of Red Dead.
2: I love Red Dead. I think it looks amazing. I think the, in yeah. terms of like what they're trying to capture, and that's what I mean. I think when I'm like being nitpicky on like graphics, I'm looking at things like, man, like what were they really trying to accomplish by making the dudes like jawline so big? You know what I mean? Like it just disconnects me.
0: Maybe like, you still like the characters. I don't know. I'm trying to help you out, Jacob, but I don't maybe know. you didn't like the character design. Yeah.
2: I, I don't know, and it could be. I just like it just disconnected me from what they're looking. Like they're trying to connect me to this guy who's like a thief and all this kind of stuff, and I'm like. I can't get over the fact of how his face looks. Like I just don't know why, and that's just maybe it's, it's just weird. It's just weird. Me. Did We're you have the same problem with
1: The Last of Us?
2: No, the first Last of Us, honestly, I thought was really awesome. Like, okay. I really, I, we'll wait till Last of Us Two comes out. I mean, I'm not going to play. it.
1: Oh but... man, do we have do we have in the news talking about Last of Us Two at all? No, did something else happen? They released
0: that State of Play. Did you guys watch that? No, I'm I'm just going to play the game in a week or so.
2: I'm play
0: it. When's it come out? Two weeks, I think. Yeah, like two oh weeks. wow!
1: Yeah. I will just say this, and, and it's and not about weeks. story. It has nothing to do with story. Remember, you guys, I've been kind of lukewarm on it. Like I want to play it, but it just feels. With them, just watching it, it looks awesome. It looks okay. really good. So uh, I'm Jacob, it.
0: give it a give it a watch then.
2: I uh I canceled my pre order.
0: What if the, we'll watch it? Maybe you'll re pre order.
2: I don't need to. I read the whole story.
0: Oh okay. Never mind then.
2: <laughs> someone um, we'll decided to leak it for free so why play but it?
0: I, I you haven't played it you're that's just what that's what kills me like you read a synopsis and whatever but i can yeah. read the synopsis to halo to you and be like this game sucks i don't want to play it <laughs> but you didn't play it like if you hadn't played it it's just-
2: i was already like on the fence. The only reason i was buying it is because of name power after i read that crap i'm like yeah i'm good Really. I, just, it know. is
1: so jarring. I don't know what happens, and I, we don't need to talk about it, but it is so jarring. The people that are spoiled on it are so, like, off it. It's interesting. Gosh, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's we'll great. find out when we play it. I can't imagine. Yeah. I really can't imagine.
2: Uh, it's, it's okay. Um, no, I mean – It's terms The Last Jedi. In terms of art direction, I did happen to pick up uh, Breath of the Wild again um, and play that a little bit on stream. Um and uh man, you know, the game does look really good. Like, and once I've like picked it up and played it again, I'm like, I really like like I really like the art direction. Um I could not so that get That game noticed. is
1: four is that game four years old or three years old? Three. It was three.
2: Yeah. 17. yeah. Yeah. Um I as I played it, I was starting to get annoyed again um by a couple of things, like the fact that the Master Sword disappears after a while. Uh that kind of ticked me off. Uh and I started to like realize like Man, I did I did a, oh, I I did. I did. oh, know. more shrines, and when I went to go do more shrines, I literally got five or four major tests of strengths in a row. And I was like, man, they really did not diversify these things, like, at all. Um, and I really The, just kind
1: the of- tests of strengths being very repetitive, and there were only, like, maybe a, th- a fifth of the shrines. That was one of my critiques.
2: Yeah. Um, and and just I the got- open
1: world didn't have enough enemy types. Yeah. With all the coblins.
2: I think, like, that – but honestly, um, that part – so, after I was playing through that, because I've, I've done, like, 65 shrines. Uh, so, I mean, more than half, I think, because yeah, there's 100 and how many?
1: 125.
2: Oh, not more than half. I'll shut up. Um, but it's okay. Ah, um, uh, but the
1: puzzle shrines are so good. Yeah, They're I so mean, good.
2: I think, if anything, it just – it made me realize how much I liked Wind Waker and Twilight like Princess and the more linear all is more – because the only thing that Breath of the Wild has going for it is the fact that I get to choose where I want to go to begin the game. Um, but with that being said, it does not make it a bad game still. i still in the category, like, this is a good game. It's just not my game. Uh, I did play the DLC uh, for the Master Sword, and I had a blast doing that because uh, that was really challenging. The combat yeah. was really fun, um, and I love the progression of the idea, like, hey, you have to scavenge whatever you can to and just yeah. get better.
0: I love um, that DLC. That was very I cool. need yeah. to
1: finish the second and third parts. The first part was so hard.
0: Travis, uh, I stream um, I streamed all of the DLC. I believe all of it. Uh and I was screaming on stream. I think Jacob, you came over for one
1: or Yeah. The second one was so hard from the beginning, I was like, I don't know if I can do this because you're like what? up flying around. Is the whole thing like that or just the first part?
0: Uh they changed it at every level. Every level's kind of different yeah. each
2: stage. The- so I did the one-shot um, which that was kind of honestly easy. Um, it was when I went to the Master Sword Trials is when I'm like, holy smoke, this game cranked it to ten, yeah. like real.
0: Fast. Mm. But it's uh, so satisfying to beat that it. It's really fun. But
2: yeah, no, I really was. Um, I really was enjoying it. But then of course, you know, you play Breath of the Wild, say, so you know what? Let's play something that takes every Zelda game and just smashes it into one. And I started playing Hyrule Warriors again holy mother of Zelda fan fiction porn have, have I picked up. Like, it is <laughs> amazing. Like, I, I can't, like, I can't put it down. If I had more time, that's what I would be playing. Yeah, really? I, play yeah. I never
1: I never played that.
0: Well, they, they, it basically was, it took, it is Dynasty Warriors, which was a series where you're just hacking and slashing and with these armies and taking down mobs and stuff. Um, and then they just put, and I jumped in the stream, Jacob, uh, and said this as well, but it is a Zelda fan fiction.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, th- without spoiling anything, they do stuff with Link's character that they've never done in any of the other games. Does he talk?
2: Uh, Yeah. yeah. Ta- uh, oh, he's the fairy that talks for him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's some dialogue from Link and stuff and just some oh, really yeah. weird stuff by the end where you're like, uh, an 11-year-old wrote this. Uh, yeah.
2: game. I honestly, I I'm, I'm just love the fact that they like they somehow found a bullcrap story to throw everyone yeah. together, and it's like – It's a very weird I, game. I get to play as every single character, and I get to like – it's just – it's again, it's very – I agree with you, very weird, but I am – I don't know what it is. It's just the idea of like I get to play as Young Link, and then turn around and play as Impa, and then turn around and play as Sheik, then play as Ganondorf, and then zant and then, you know, keep going. It has sparked an interest in me to want to play Skyward Sword finally um i've never played skyward sword i didn't want to play skyward sword because i thought I the controls sucked
0: please do that and i'll jump in on the stream on that one
2: i'm sure i would hate my life um i've heard a lot of different things about that game i was praying that they get a, a remake for the switch that's what i was hoping for and actually give it like real controls
0: yeah i don't know if they're ever going to get that to that around that. if they did would you play it zach if i got it is for that, 20 bucks
2: is that your least favorite one
0: yeah absolutely uh i i would put it above um zelda 2
2: wow that's a that's i just
0: think it just it i'll never forget just the anger i had playing that game of annoying parts and i remember asking kenny because kenny played it at launch it was 2011 it came out he was farther along than me and i was like when does this get good i just remember asking him that time and time again each world i was going to and i was like on the third one he's like this is where it gets good and i was like he, I, he loves that game doesn't yeah, he, he love he loves he, he really enjoys it um, i don't
1: hear people talk about that game ever it that's, has that's the thing the people culture, say they like
0: it but it who has, who has the, the cultural
1: footprint of like bioshock infinite nobody talks about that game anymore ever yeah. it, Ever, ever, ever. It's a nightmare to play
0: with the motion controls. I, if yeah. they even fix the motion controls, that's one of 80 complaints I have against the game. <laughs> I hate the areas. I hate the graphics. The graphics look like doo-doo when it came out because okay. that was right around the time. If we're talking on graphics, Uncharted, it just came out. Like those games were going on in HD. Uh, and then you have Skyward Sword. Sure. Yeah, Skyward Sword looks like straight up doo-doo. Did Skyward Sword
1: get emulated? Can you use
0: like an Uncharted yes, controller? That's probably it? the only way you should play it.
2: Is they said that part there's are certain areas that you can't get through because it requires certain type of nip, like motion controls.
0: So they said, well, you to- Can't you connect the nunchuck to
2: the computer? Can you? Yeah, you I, yeah, you can. You connect it. Uh, uh, I, I don't know if, I, if I'm even I'm, I'm
1: nostalgic I'm, for the Wii and like wanting to get one and hook it have, up, but I don't know I have, what I would hook it up to.
2: Or, I have a jailbroken Wii that I jailbroke a while, ago. my first yeah, dude, it was so much fun. It's so awesome to do. But nonetheless, that's illegal. Don't do that, people. That, yeah, don't do that. Um, but um, I have a Wii U, so I've been like, I can just play this via that. Uh, I don't know. I will see. I've been thinking about it. It's been making me want to play it. Um, also, by the way, I think the Highwall Warriors design of Link is probably one of the best designs of Link. It looks cool on it, yeah. Yeah, like I don't know what it is, but he looks – the chain meal looks great. I love the color, of the tunic, the shade of green, and then the scarf
0: real quick question we'll go around what is your favorite i'm looking at my shelf of all the links i have on my action figure shelf of them what's your favorite link design of of time adult link um unbeatable I'm 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 between that and Twilight Princess's Link. I think like Twilight Princess's Link is almost like a remastered version of that, so they're both really good.
2: I really do like. I did like Twilight Princess's Link before I got to know the Hyrule Warriors version of Link. So that you might be
0: Hyrule Warriors.
2: Like, well, that one's not canon, so I won't include that one. Okay. It's either that one or it's um fierce deity link. Oh yeah. Well,
0: for counting crazy forms, yeah.
1: Where would you it. guys put a uh, cartoon Link from Wind Waker? Such an odd one to try to place.
0: Probably in a third place. He still he still looks yeah. amazing. That's an amazing I, design.
1: Yeah, I'd probably put him second. And put, put him second or third, yeah. I like Kid Link from Majora's Mask also.
2: I do like Kid Link. I, I think the least favorite one, of, well, I mean, I lo- I've seen Skyward Sword Link. I don't like that one. Um, yeah, I don't like that one either. And I think the only other one... I don't hate like, it, but it's... just.
0: I just the Triforce
2: it, yeah. Hero, Four Swords, like incarnation and is it incarnation i don't know how to say that word, right word like they took two it link sounds in,
0: almost right
2: yeah you know what i mean uh, <laughs> i
0: know the word but you're like breaking my brain right now
2: i don't like i don't like the remake uh design of link in the uh link between uh link between this. worlds uh yeah or link's awakening oh link's awakening yes i don't like that little dude He looks like a little. <laughs> i like link. it it's cute he's cute as heck you're wrong Link's not cute. Link's a sword fighter.
1: I also I do like uh, the Breath of the Wild Link.
2: Yeah, I think he cool. just
1: never got that iconic outfit. The blue is a nice like tunic. It's nice, but it's he never gets like I don't that. think it's
0: had enough time to age. Yeah, uh, in our minds. While by the time you know Breath of the Wild Two comes out, maybe we'll be like, yeah. oh yeah, that one's. A- I also I feel, feel good. like
2: his design though is also like I imagine it more. This is going to sound weird, but. Like he doesn't have a set outfit. Like I imagine him without his outfit on. Before. That's part
1: of the problem. He doesn't have that set outfit. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Um. Best uh. Best Zelda that was Breath of the Wild. Yeah. That worst voice. Worst voice, but <laughs> best design. I like that Zelda.
2: Y'all need to go back and play Twilight Princess again.
1: What did she look like in Twilight Princess? Zelda. Yeah.
2: Oh, do Zelda. I wish I could share my screen. That that Zelda. Can I say this? that Zelda was hot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, we've really taken I'd a turn k- on this I'd podcast. I Zelda.
2: Hold on. I'm going to pull it up just to make... Can I share my screen? I don't know if I can. Wow, fan art really screwed that one up. <laughs> best, <laughs> Zelda, best
1: Zelda actually is Chic. That's Best Zelda.
2: Yeah, Sheik she is
0: awesome. That's right. Um, How I do you think like Best Zelda?
2: Hmm. Ooh, share screen. Uh, Host disabled. I would say
0: Twilight Princess. Yeah, Twilight Princess is Zelda. Yeah, that Zelda
2: is really cool. Anyways, um, yeah, I mean, so I've I've been Zelda deep a little bit this month um, from here and there, more or less. Hey, you played Undertale. I did play Undertale. Finally. I am still playing through Undertale as well. I'm very happy that you finally are playing it. Holy, (laughs) that game... um, if you watch the stream at all, you can see, like, I smile about 80% of the time. Yeah, it's, it's a great game. I'm just – I'm laughing. It's hysterical. I it had me in tears at one point because I ran into a dog, and I just kept petting the dog, and the dog just – its head kept growing and growing and growing. And was yeah,
0: awesome. yeah. That,
2: and I, was, I forgot about like, that. I have sticks. So I'm throwing sticks and having not play catch. Um, it's, it's absolutely, like, beautiful. Now I'm at the point where I'm, like, with papayas and sands, and – um. Papyrus is an absolute slap whack. He's like Kenny Gabbard's secretary. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's pretty silly. I, I love the Sans character. Um, it's crazy to think I haven't played that game like at all. And then I like now that I'm playing it, I'm like, oh, and now I'm getting a more to play Earthbound again. Because um, I'm like, I don't know why the RPG element suddenly make me think about it. I, You could tell. Also, by the way, the soundtrack... My goodness, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. One person, one person did that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's a masterpiece of a I have
2: soundtrack. it on my phone. I listen to it in the car sometimes. Yeah.
0: Did really you hard. uh uh I saw a video you put on Instagram or something the other day where you were playing the guitar thing. I and I that. wondered, I was like, did did it make you want to go back and listen to the songs we did for Dweebs?
2: I that did. Works. I went back and listened to the songs. That we, so I didn't know, um, I didn't know the song that uh, Greg played in the part where uh, Travis woke up out of his bed yeah, yeah. Uh, in his episode. And I was like, what is that song? And I went back and listened. And I was like, Oh, he's playing the, uh, his theme. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like, that makes sense. So then I sat there and I was like, well, I can probably pick this out. And then I sat there and started picking around once I found out like, well, if you really want an accurate sound, put it on Cape of seven. Um, I feel a lot better about it, but, um, Man, I was like, "This is really cool. I really yeah. like this. It's kind of sparked me to play guitar a little bit more too." But that's exactly what I thought of right then and there. I was like, "I heard this song before. Yeah. What did we I
0: played hear? sax for this freaking soundtrack, dude?"
2: Well, I did not play for that song. I think I, I mean part the part. other
0: one. I mean, you for the soundtrack though. though. Yeah, no, I one
2: know that. Songs. Are um, you
1: playing it like when you're playing it? Are you fighting the the creatures? You sound like no, you were petting the dog. I I think I played that game wrong. I love the game. I killed everything like i fought everybody i won't get into all of that i just i was just playing it like a normal rpg
2: i play completely passive the whole time except for one character i killed a bald because i didn't understand how to like I how did how to, you
1: figure out how to not kill them
2: i just click around until it finally gets to let me flee or spare okay. I say. um because like i show like it, the combat in the beginning, they gave me like two options, and I started, like, I knew, like, the game had, like, some kind of, like, not, I'm not going to say karma system, but I had, like, a, you could fight everything, you could, you yeah. know, be passive. So, I'm currently at the point where I'm fighting, uh what's that name, the knight's name, the girl. um What is her name? I forgot, uh,
0: but I kind of know what you're talking about.
2: Guys, holy, I feel like a jerk. Um, Night Udaya? girl. You did nine? Yudia? U- is that, udine? something like that it's something like that anyway sounds to, right yeah udine. i think it's udine but i got to put my fight, and i cannot figure out how to get past that without fighting her yeah and The problem is i'm so weak and so if i do like i have tried punching and like fighting against her and i don't do any damage as much as much damage so i'm like i don't know what to do here yeah um that's my last left off um i haven't had time to play more of it or i've been playing some i've been playing other games but that's a game i'm gonna make sure i get through um Holy, it's a it's a good time. It's. I'm glad I'm glad you're getting to it. Yeah, I am too. I'm glad I'm finally taking time to get through it too. Um, trying to think. Uh, I had a couple more. I'm gonna try to fly through these real fast. Uh, I played Call of Duty Warzone. It's awesome, Travis. I'm surprised we haven't hooked up yet on it yet. Zach played it on stream.
0: Jacob joined my stream and immediately was like, "Oh, I cannot even watch." (laughs) <laughs> Jeez, he sucks oh my gosh so thank you for the support jacob jumping in the stream
2: it's not it's not that i guess my, my attention fan is terrible um i don't know <laughs> yeah they, i had. A, I was learning i don't know if you guys know that or not you can now play as duos and you don't have to have a, a single or a trio oh so nice should, oh that's um, nice cool welcome welcomed update i uh recently got my fifth win uh and actually uploaded it as a quick casual corner, I got it at 1.30 in the morning. We were halfway through the battle, and I, I sat there and I was like, guys, we're actually like looking really good. I just started recording. I was like, we might win here. <laughs> like it's been, I haven't recorded a single one of my wins. Um, but that that's a fun little game. It's actually spurred me to want to try to get the Modern Warfare game.
0: Uh, I, do, I do maybe want to pick that one up because, you
1: know. I've never beaten – I've never won at a Battle Royale. I've been very close several times, but I've never won a round.
2: I have won one solo. I've won three trios and I've won one squad. Um, So the solo. Is winning a
0: battle Royale like hitting a hole in one in golf? It's hard
1: if you don't play
0: it all the time.
2: It's I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's just like one of the things where, like, you get really tense and sweaty and your butthole's clenched. Like, that's probably the best way for me to put it. I
0: feel like I've got down to the final, like, three and then died, final three or four on Fortnite. That's happened something. to me on
1: PUBG. That happened probably two or three times. <laughs> PUBG, four or four, maybe. Dude. I would get down to the very end, me and one guy, and I'd choke. And I'd just be like.
2: Yeah, that that's what solo, solo is way more difficult um, because it's just you, and you have yeah. to wait on you have to almost wait on altercations when it's you and another person, you can kind of plan out like what you need to do. Um, and if you guys catch that casual corner video or if anybody's catch that, you'll kind of see how we went about it. Um, we just hugged the outskirts of the map, uh, which is complete. We went the complete coward route, um, but we hugged the outskirts of the map and then slowly made our way in. And thank God the circle fell the way the circle fell. Yeah. Um, and the dude just made a bad move. He walked up a hill when he shouldn't have and I popped and downed him. And then we got the other guy because we had the upper ground.
1: Nice. So, yeah. We'll Play that sometime. Yet. That'd be fun. Um,
2: trying to finish Final Fantasy VII. I'm at the part where I need to do the last bit of side quests. I have zero motivation to do the last bit of side quests. Yeah, just um, don't just, do them. Man. Just don't do them. If yeah, you don't I, feel
1: like doing it, just don't do them. Yeah, I did them because I was I was wanting to eat up every bit of it and I was having fun. But if you're not liking those, don't do them. Just go.
2: Um, it. I think my issue is like I'm starting to feel like I'm getting fetchy. Um, I don't know why. But that's how I'm feeling. You know, right they,
1: they're fetch
0: quests. I mean, oh, yeah, they're not uh, amazing. They're really not. Yeah.
2: But part of me is like, Jacob, this is a game that everyone says you have to do the side quests, so it's like I didn't say that. Who I don't said
0: that? No, I don't. Who would say that? Uh
2: huh. Weirdos. Okay. I,
0: I I did the side quests because, like Travis said, I just wanted more of the game. I wanted to spend more time on that battle system with those characters, and but if you the side quests are not. Uh, Compared, if you're comparing to Witcher and like all these other games, none the right, the yeah. right home about yeah.
2: I just think it's funny because I went there. I was going to proceed in the story, and they're like, "Are you sure?" And I was like, "Yes." And I was like, just Are "Say you yes, really yeah." Sure? You're and I was like, "Ah, dang, it, I'm gonna go back and do it." Like yeah. they're telling me not to make sure. So I'm that's where I'm at. If I'm you, at you back don't
1: back. care about collecting all the materia and getting all the weapons, and if you're just playing the game, having fun with what you're using, you don't need to
2: we'll see i'm definitely you're not
1: gonna miss miss cutscenes, really
2: yeah i'm sure that's the case you're not gonna
1: miss any character development you're just missing world building moments
2: that's fair um and then pokemon vr i've played a lot of that um and it's been absolutely
0: i watched your stream i don't know if it was my phone but it was like lagging out like it was like it was stuttering or was that the game
2: no, that was your phone.
0: <laughs> okay, because uh, I was like, oh. "How is he not puking all over his floor? But...
2: Yeah, no one else was really having that issue. Um, I think the craziest part right now is, like, I have two badges. I have the Peter City Gym and then the Cerulean City Gym. And I'm now encountering, like, level 30 Pokemon, and my highest level Pokemon is my Charmeleon at eight. Now, is
0: it is Pokemon VR, is it a, like it goes from Pokemon Blue and Red? Is that kind of what
2: it's based yeah, on? Yeah, it's based around Pokemon Red and Blue, but apparently – by the end of the year, they're gonna have every region available. Oh wow! Um, they have a they have a roadmap for like their development team, and um, it's honestly pretty extensive. I'm kind of impressed by how like the team is actually staying on top of it. Um, but I ran into the other day. I battled a guy, and he threw out a level 100 Giratina, and I was like, "That's so unfair! I can't beat that!" <laughs> like this dude challenged me out of nowhere. I was like, "Oh, this yeah. dude must be a noob. Like, why would he challenge somebody?" It looked and
0: very was, glitchy, but it looked fun.
2: It's very glitchy. It's so stupid. I just I was seeing like Ash catch them, T posing, and just walking around. Yeah, no, Um, but you know what's awesome? Like life scale size Pokemon and like being able to counter them and throw Pokeballs at them and you know battle with them and stuff like that. That it's just your typical you know nostalgia. Cool. So, that's all I've been playing, guys. Cool. I know I flew I flew through my list.
0: Awesome. Uh, to jump on the Final Fantasy seven thing, one last thing maybe we'll ever talk about for a while. But uh, me and Travis and Zach, aka Supreme on Twitter, uh, we did a review on mm. the, the game from three different perspectives. I think it's really uh, a fun review because we each are promise. coming at it from a different way. So it's, it's cool. I think we had a it's good to see what we thought. But that's really a deep dive in the game. So check that out if you haven't already. Travis?
1: Yeah, just wrapping up. I'm not going to touch too deep on any of these, but um, I have started messing around a lot more with emulators. Um, I don't know. I feel like people – I think our buddy Alex went through a phase like this. I remember I talked to him a couple years ago, and I was like, what are you playing? He's like, I only play old games now. I just am emulating games. (laughs) And uh, I kind of have felt, outside of playing Kingdom Hearts, which is an old game, so remaster, I have felt way more motivated to download PS2 (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna incriminate myself <laughs> to get ROMs or ISOs and play oh, uh probably. older games lately. I don't know. It's just yeah, I curious. started playing one and then I started playing others. And so I've been doing that a lot on the show on the channel here on my show, The Time Machine, Travis's Time Machine. I've been playing a lot of PS2 games, especially because I played a lot of those games on Xbox or other things, but then, you know, there's also other games I haven't played on PS2 before. So um if you haven't checked out the show, you know, I've got um I've got streams where I did Super Metroid, I've got streams where I did Tony Hawk's Underground, which was a lot of fun. I got streams where I've done, on my Twitch, ESPN2K5 with updated rosters, which has been a lot of fun. Great and then, time. What's that? It's a great time. Yeah, great time, great game. And then, um, outside of all of that, I just did uh, one called The Hobbit, um, which is the most recent one that I did. As of the time that this podcast goes up, you probably will see I'm going to be doing um, the next episode on a game I haven't played which I like mixing it up. Some I've played, some I haven't. Um, I'm going to do Burnout 3 Takedown.
2: I love the Burnout Three. That's
1: awesome. I have never played that game and I see that pop up on lists all the time as far as PS2 games that you got to play, people love. So I was thinking about doing an Ace Combat game, but the one that I downloaded, it has a lot of really rough issues with the emulator I'm using where like the plane doesn't pop up and stuff. So I'm going to try to solve those. Yeah, you might need to see the plane. Yeah. So I'm gonna do Burnout 3 Takedown um, on Tuesday, and you'll probably see it. If, you know, as you watch this, you'll probably see that go up. So um, check fine. it out. Check it. I mean, I'm loving doing the show. I stream on Tuesdays. I was doing them at 6:30. I'm changing. I'm gonna start doing them right after work at five o'clock, so I can just do them and hang out with people and then move on. So um, around an hour, sometimes two hours, if I'm having a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, I I've been messing around with emulators and having a really good time. So. It's a very cool technology. Cool.
0: I did laugh really hard when I had saw that Hobbit was your game for the past <laughs> week. It's like Super Metroid. Okay, awesome. Tony Hawk. Yeah, okay. Well, Hobbit yeah. on PS2. So, <laughs> yeah, the core the core I theme of your game. show is you're playing these old yeah. games
1: and trying to Yeah, I played that game yeah. as a kid and I feel like sometimes number one I like that game. It's not amazing, but I like it. Um, but like you have to play the whole spectrum if you just play classics, you lose perspective, I yeah. think. That's Travis, how you wind up like me where I played Last of Us and didn't like it the first time I played it because I had just played like greatest of all time games, like one through like right in a row, like five of them. And then I tried yeah. to play Last of Us. So I was just burned out. So. Travis, go
2: play Lord of the Rings, the Twin Towers on PS2. Yeah, I'll turn in yeah. for that. Not yeah, I'll, I'll probably
1: uh, – that that's been recommended or requested and also um, somebody requested um, – one of the harry potter games so like there's sorcerer's stone chambers of secrets so hey go play bully i've never played bully, bully but bully. i've wanted to test it out because i've been in a gta mood lately it's interesting do you like it frick no oh no. some people love that game
2: uh, some people really do i don't know what well, it don't is don't be a
1: bully uh, about bully man i will probably do an episode soon on gta Four. Or LA Noir. I like both of those games. And I'm going to
2: play LA Noir in VR. That'd be cool. I've been thinking about that, but those are side notes.
1: You know what?
0: I'm tired of these old classics. Get them out. Gen Z is here. The Gen Z of video games, that is. Mm-hmm. Paper Mario, the Origami King, got announced. Do we have any Paper Mario fans here? Okay. Two I, out of three. I, I,
2: you're not Never Paper Mario?
1: Never played it. What was that, Jacob?
2: I was I asked if he was not a Paper Mario fan.
1: Played it. Isn't that an RPG?
2: Yeah. It is. Um, Why I don't think make
1: them that much anymore.
0: I think because well, they started to be stinkers.
2: Now hold on. Let's let's re, let's rewind a little bit.
0: Okay, let's rewind. Let's go to the N64 one. Classic. I didn't Great play game. it. I didn't play it till later. I played it after the fact. After I played the I game. I played it when it first came
2: out. Absolutely loved it. I thought Classic. the show was great. Great. It was everything was great about it. That, that game, game is
1: funny. Had- that game's funny actually. I loved Mario sixty four and I we'd go to Walmart, we'd look at the games and we saw Paper Mario. And I I was like, Mom, I was like, What if I got Paper Mario? And she just looked at it and said, I don't know. It doesn't really look that good. Do you want this other game? Like, she literally, like, my mom steered me away from that game for whatever Yeah, reason. for some yeah, reason
0: back oh. then when I was a kid and I saw it, I was like, it's Mario, but he's a piece of paper. Yeah. It confused me as a kid. It
1: confused me big time.
0: And oh, I think oh, I crazy. even saw the kiosk with the, the turn-based, and I think back then turn-based was not in my wheelhouse just yet. I and had a couple yeah. more
1: years. I so.
2: not Super Mario RPG 2, but yeah. there's a square fell through. So yeah. we ended up getting a Paper Mario off. Um, yeah. which I'm and i didn't play to.
0: i didn't play uh super mario rpg till years later as well but they're fun games they are so witty the mm-hmm. humor is like it is legitimately funny yeah. it's great writing uh it's fun battle system to jump on So the- fast
2: forward and we get the gamecube the thousand year old door and that
0: to me is my favorite and that is a is. 10 out of 10 it's called thousand year door yeah thousand year door Perfect.
2: Perfect build on top of Paper Mario 64. Um, The characters, they stay stay witty. They hold you to a T on, like, the lottery system in the game. You can't cheat it. If you cheat it, like, they make you pay, like, triple the amount of coins you're supposed to pay. Um, It's absolutely, like, a joy to play.
0: Yeah. Then they made Super Paper Mario on Wii. It's more the same. I think they added, like, a turning, rotating thing. I like that one. I think I like that the third best out of all those. It's
2: okay.
0: And then – Everything after Sticker
2: that
0: Star. is doo-doo, poo-poo, <laughs>
2: It's not good, dude. It's not good at all. Not
0: good. It, it, and some of it, I played Sticker Star, and I did beat Sticker Star. Hold but on, it is Mike. literally just a you-can-play-it. Those games are a you-can-play-it. Uh, so now we have a new Origami King. And did you guys see the gameplay? Did you watch the video? The yeah, I have
1: not even heard of this. I'm going to look it up.
0: So it's um, coming out for Switch. And my first thing and me and everybody else on planet earth in the comment was like, are they getting rid of the freaking badge or like the, the sticker system? The sticker, because sticker. The, what would happen is it was almost, and as much as I liked breath of the wilds weapons breaking uh, picture that, but every sticker you get breaks when you use it. So you That's collect it. these stickers and you use them in battle and they get used in battle and they go away. So you basically have to just keep collecting these stickers. It's hell on earth to keep dealing with these stickers. And there's, have, there's puzzles where you have to get specific stickers. So if there's like a tree in your way, it's like, oh, yeah, you're supposed to use the windmill sticker, of course, eight levels ago. Duh. To like blow this wind away. It's not fun. It's a total you can play it. So with this Origami King, I started watching the gameplay, and it looks like they're getting rid of that. As far as we can tell, it looks like the sticker system, and they're going back to the classic what made the other ones fun.
2: Yeah, I'm okay. saying
0: I'm I'm giving it a Papa John's. I'm doing a stay tuned on that, and well, I'm gonna like make sure it's fun. help me here. Yeah,
1: I thought these were turn based RPGs, but what I just watched looked like a pseudo platformer.
0: There's platforming elements in it. It's not heavy into platforming, but there's platforming elements, and then this the battle RPG. Yes. Uh, so the battle system is you go in turn-based and he levels up and all that other stuff.
2: Comes out in July, guys. So Yeah,
0: it's pretty soon. Did
2: any of you guys play
1: Mario versus Rabbids?
0: No. no. Okay, <laughs> And that concludes the Paper Mario discussion. Uh, and then we also got another announcement. Uh, hey, first, yeah. first, a great first, yeah. announcement. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Remakes.
2: Don't crap on this. Do not. So what?
0: So what is funny is we are now at the stage in the game industry where we are on our second remakes of
1: a game. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, happened a couple times now.
0: Yeah, I, I can only ever, the only time I can ever think of that too is the Tomb Raider have have gone through a second whole total reboot. That's been yeah. two. Shadow of the Colossus
1: that. got a pretty. But that, yeah. But that was re-
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. But remaster. That's, it's not yeah.
1: two remakes though.
0: Yeah. Um So, uh, they've done this <laughs> before, and, and I am an extreme, extreme fan of these games. That's how I even started doing the streaming is these Tony Hawk games. So I'm very excited. Uh, it looked great. It is by the same team who did the Crash Bandicoot remakes. And Which one thing great. One about. thing I appreciate about that and one one of the problems in the first Tony Hawk remaster, they remastered the first and second game. I don't think they did. It was basically a level. remake. They, yeah, they remade it. And what the problem was was it was slow. And the f- the most fun part about those original Tony Hawk One and Two and those games was the arcadey like jumping up, doing a nine hundred and fast fill. And they slowed it down, and it wasn't good. It's just I still yeah. haven't played it again since this, you know since it came out. So. Uh, this new one looks snappy, and also they—it's from the people who did the Crash Bandicoot remakes—who took to the minute detail, the animations of Crash Bandicoot, and how that game played. So, I'm very excited about it. So, it looks freaking awesome.
1: What's the name of that company? They're like the new Blue Point.
0: Vicarious, whatever I think. Vicarious, Vicarious? Visions. Yeah, Vicarious Visions or something like that. But I trust after the Crash Bandicoot thing, they did—they, you know, knocked that out of the park. So, that's coming out in September uh i usually i stray when a new game comes out from doing hangouts i like to just chill with it alone in my room and just kind of really let it like how do i feel about this game without having to talk to the chat and get it distracted or whatever i would play in this day one on the stream when i first play it because i've already played it i've already played multiple times on the remaster but i'm looking forward to that a hangout and just kind of seeing how that plays out so tony hawks pro skater one and two
2: yeah i'm excited for that out. Yeah, sure i'm really excited about
0: that uh and then uh tv i got to watch some tv anybody else watch tv
2: nope
1: i've been watching a show on netflix called conspiracies
0: Ooh, how's that going you got your do you wear spineless. a tinfoil hat when you watch it
1: uh me and my wife throw it on and we laugh and and we either say oh that's good or or it always ends with either aliens or Hitler every time. <laughs> every time they connect it to one of those two core fundamental nefarious groups. Um because so, the yeah. earth is flat, we realize but, no, it's Hitler fun. stomped well, it down. Here's what I like. Here's what I like about it. it's it's what I would call trash TV. You know, like yeah. it's they just play like ominous music and and then they did this, you know, and it what I like about it though is It's not an American production company. It's a British production company. So they'll do like UFOs, but they won't do Area 51. They'll do like the British version of Area 51. And like all the stuff, or there was like a whole episode about the royal family and all the, they killed Princess Diana and all this stuff. So I do like that, that they do like, they'll talk about America and they'll show American stuff, but they typically do more like European stuff. So that's interesting i like it because it's like oh they have kooks too like they have crazy people too one of the coolest ones was they were talking about the secret base that the nazis were building in antarctica and that they were and that there's tunnels that they found that they went to there's like a conspiracy that they all went to antarctica and they're still there and like they're just building you know like i that kind of stuff just makes me laugh and it's fun but the But then they didn't know that these records show that they traveled across, you know, the Southern hemisphere. Like, I just love it, dude. Like we'll throw it on.
0: Trash TV. It's like, it's like very sugary, like Jolly Rancher gum or candy and sometimes it hits the spot. Uh,
1: And we'll watch, we'll still throw on Impractical Jokers, uh, which is, it's like, it's like uh, Nathan for you. Yeah. And that they they go out in the public and they say the most unbelievable things, but like I'll say dumbed down several degrees. It's not as witty. It's not as but they are, you know, they're good improv guys. It's mm-hmm. not as like high level in terms of he does a lot of meta commentary yeah. and yeah. he he has to do a lot of prep work where he has to work with the businesses where they're just on the street trying to but it's yeah. a very funny show. So speaking
0: of trash TV, me and my wife, uh we were on Hulu and I was like, I keep seeing the show what is this and it's the masked singer show oh, I, <laughs> I keep is.
1: seeing that too I here's don't know the what thing is. if we're
0: talking trash tv i said let's let's click this let's click this for it and i said let's see how long we can last on this i lasted maybe two minutes before i was like sweating i was so angry at the show it is the most trash basic television i it, it enraged
2: people it enrages me
0: here's what it was oh wow it's uh that comedian I don't, I don't know one of the judges was like wow that move i wonder if it's uh Bill Clinton I wonder if it's oh uh, who
2: is this and I'm like who cares who freaking cares who cares people um, in my work talked about that for weeks like I think it's this person I think this person's this person dude it's the lowest oh is
1: it do they string it along
2: yeah so every oh those, those i
1: thought streams. they bring people out and they sing one thing and then they show who it is
2: no it's like a it's a long tiered competition to the end yeah and they have to guess i
0: only made it two minutes so i couldn't tell you a lot but uh yeah. they literally yeah i did see that it takes a while
1: to whatever are they always good at singing or are they bad sometimes
2: no, they're actually quite good. And most of the time, it's people that you're like, oh, I didn't know that. Um, What's her name? Uh, she was running for vice president with John McCain. Uh, Sarah Palin uh, was on this? Yeah, Sarah Palin was in it for a couple of weeks, and she was actually like a decent singer. Wow. Maybe that's her next yeah. career. I uh, don't think of <laughs> it is. But yeah, you know, so, you know, just that extra politics on top of politics. But, anyways. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. But gosh. yeah, that, uh, that show uh, sucks and is very bad
1: noted now i have like a morbid curiosity
0: see how long you can last i lasted two minutes before i was like i i I clicked it i was like hey the
1: the mass singer challenge how long
0: can you watch it
2: honestly and i don't love it it's it's your typical american idol store brought fed kind of it's going to last for three seasons and people start poo-pooing on it um type of tv uh but it's a good you kind of veg out type of show
1: My favorite thing that ever happened on one of those shows was I didn't watch the voice, but when, when I was in college, I lived with a family that they watched the voice every week. So I would sit down sometimes, you know, and I'd hang out with them and they were watching it. Yeah. Well, there was a guy, they brought on a guy and he's like, they're like, but this guy, he has a secret. And he's like, I'm the guy that sings the Cupid shuffle on the Cupid shuffle. And so he talked about it. They did like a mini documentary. It was like a three minute segment all about how he sang the Cupid shuffle and he's got a really good voice, but he just became known as the Cupid shuffle guy. Yeah. So he's like, only people think I can sing that. They don't think I can sing other stuff. They don't, I can't do anything else. Like, You're going to die. Okay. <laughs> so when they got up there, he's like, I want to show the world. Like I'm more than the Cupid shuffle guy. When he got up there, he selected and sang the Cupid Shuffle. (laughs) (laughs) And he got up there and he sang it and he danced and people said that was good. And the people, the judges were like, I just wish you would have picked another song that showed your range. And he's like, I'm actually the guy that sang that song. They're like, really? I came to the show basically to show my singing voice.
2: Of course, you know, that song is very big, but it kind of put me in a pigeonhole to some degree. So my goal is to let people know that I really can sing. You know what, man? I just thought that it was awkward. I mean, like, it's it's, it's cool as hell to turn around and it's you, but it's a very peculiar song to do on a show like this, right? Like,
1: he's like, yeah. They're like, oh, like, and do you sing? He's like, no, I've only ever sang this. I want a show I can do. And one of the judges literally said, they said, you should have picked something else. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just remember watching that. Like, I can't even fathom what I'm seeing. (laughs) He wanted to prove it wrong, but he went in this weird meta headspace where like the way to do that was to sing it, but do more like layers and stuff. And it was like, pick any other song, like sing anything else. He literally said, I'm only known as that guy. That's called a
0: Microsoft move. You can call this console (laughs) everything except Xbox One and Xbox 360. Well, We'll call it Xbox One okay
1: xbox one x what's the successor anything but xbox x, uh, xbox series x like no yeah. so i just i literally i was so dumbfounded by that man that decision the whole way that they showed it and i was just like That's this stuff is another planet of la la land
2: Those no shows are fodder and it's it's absolutely like they're really I'm brain sure. dead
0: television if you like you said jacob if you want to veg out
2: yeah I, yeah um, i
0: guess go ahead
2: Still the best thing ever. I we're gonna end after I'm oh, not end it, but like we're going I think we're gonna move on after I say this. But American Idol, William Hung, she bangs. I was it's thinking about
0: a- him the other day. That just it's was a Still yeah. the greatest
2: thing to watch. Yeah. I I still giggle when I see yeah. that. Um, she
0: bangs, she bangs. She moves, she moves. She moves, she
2: moves. Just, yeah. Oh
0: man. Great stuff. This. Uh so all- now you're gonna talk about
2: your Emmy shows. <laughs>
0: Uh, You're well nominated well both of television. these are kind of like documentary kind of series stuff oh nice i don't even know what you would call this one i guess it's i don't even know what it was it's kind of like in between we're talking about the trash television brain dead and in between like good television It's right in between there <laughs> i watched prop culture on disney plus this show is this guy who is an avid prop collector of props that were used in film. And it's like an eight episode series, eight or nine episodes. And he goes through primarily, I think it's all Disney films. It's on Disney plus. It goes through and he either has these in his collection or he travels and finds the people that still have these in his collection. And they're usually like people that were on the, the cast of these movies. So there's pirates of the Caribbean. There's the Muppets movie, um, stuff like that. Mary Poppins. And it, it literally is a feel good show. Um, but what is funny about it is like, sometimes it's like, what do you think about when you see this, like bow tie brings back memories? Yeah. Like it's a bow tie or like, there's certain parts of that where it's like, what do you want me to say? But it is interesting. Some of the stuff you get to see and they kind of, they, um, there is always, and I've heard this too. There's always the debate between, should you restore something? Or should you like leave it as it is? Like, should, you, uh, should there be restoration? So they kind of touch on that a little bit about like, should we restore this piece or this piece? We haven't even touched it and you could just see paint peeling off of it, but it's like, is that a yeah. better, what's the, the, the true thing to do? Interesting. So you get to see that, but it was a it was a fun little thing. So that was such a feel good like Disney smile, and they have little. Dude, don't corny- you feel like
1: the little documentary esque shows that are on Disney like reality documentary esque? They're very light. Oh yeah, that's how like, Disney they is. don't. They're very they corny just and- they never go like deep. It's always but it's always pleasant, and you learn a little something. Yeah, but I like the Jeff Goldblum show was probably kind of similar, where he just. Would learn about the sneaker industry or he'd learn about this, but they're always like twenty two minutes and it's just yeah. like they're
0: very, very surface
1: level. They're yeah, fine they and they're, they're light. light but.
0: they're safe, they're whatever. And that's what prop culture was. I'm someone that likes to go from one extreme to another. And we finished this, and the second we finished it, I said I said to my wife, Hey, hey Chelsea, um, did you see there's a Jeffrey Epstein documentary on Netflix? You wanna check that out? Yeah, sure. And we watched about three episodes of Jeffrey Epstein Filthy rich on Netflix. I have a hot take here. We were talking political stuff earlier. I think he did it and I don't <laughs> think he's a good guy. A little controversial there, but, uh, this is fricked up. It's a very, did fricked what? up. you think he did what, um, himself? well, we haven't got to that yet. I think he you think did he I,
1: did crimes. I,
0: crimes oh. confirmed. I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm going to go out on a controversial note. What and was say, that Trump confirmed. or what was that Trump
1: confirmed. quote from it?
0: Oh yeah, at the towards the very beginning there is a quote from Trump uh, that says, um, "Yeah, Jeffrey Epstein, he's a friend of mine, and uh, he, uh, you know, uh, he likes women. He he likes women as do I, and he likes them on the younger side, <laughs> definitely on the younger side, something <laughs> like to that effect, but." Definitely on the other side. But um, this documentary is – so we're only three episodes in, and it's, like, jaw-dropping. There is stuff in here, not to go, like, to trigger warning stuff, but, of course, this guy is known to, like, be a a pedophile. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there is parts in this beginning. He was living in Palm Beach, Florida, and he was basically getting, like, recruiting girls and having women – like, these girls – he had basically a pyramid scheme – A pyramid scheme of sexploitation like he was saying hey like some girls would come there and like go what he was doing he was having girls come there was like hey i'll give you two hundred dollars if you massage me if you massage this old guy so they start massaging him and then they're like now you got to do this other stuff can you do like starting to do like weird stuff that's how it kind of started so then some girls would be like no buzz off i'm not doing that but they then he would trick them he would manipulate these girls and be like oh if you just I'll give you $200. You bring a girl here. So he had like a ginormous web of like a pyramid scheme of these girls. And it was just like me and my wife were sitting there like, this is more fricked up than we ever thought. And then on top of that, they talked about how like they were building the case against him. So we're not all the way through this, but they were building the case against him, And they said that he had planners like, uh my morning appointment with this girl afternoon appointment with this girl and I was like you know what if if you like this stuff, if you're a pedophile, whatever, that's evil, but twice a day for like every day in the week it was like like
1: he went about it like it was his business
0: yeah and it was like it was like dude like uh, you think you'd get sick of it the 30th time you do but very sickening but very also at the same time you're just like you're watching not a good guy real nasty guy uh but you get to see kind of that this guy had a pulse on the entire justice system because he had federal charges and state charges and all this crazy stuff. And there was like attorneys and stuff talking in this documentary. They interviewed these guys and they said, in the 40 years I did law, I never saw – he got out of it. He basically got like 18 months probation. He's getting away on, with stuff. Yeah, and, and it's like, what's going on here? So that's what we're kind of getting was- into.
1: Great friends with Trump, great friends with Clinton,
0: like. Bill Gates, and we're. I think we're getting into that, like some of his friends and some of the stuff. But uh, yeah, watch that if you. It, it, but at the same time, people still like they don't know a lot about him. Still, it's really it's weird. Kind of like, a
1: mysterious figure.
0: Yeah, he was kind of. I late. was honestly
1: surprised when you said Netflix did a show. I feel like it's still kind of a weird thing for companies to come out and like sponsor content about it.
0: It is really I'm like all for it. I think it's great yeah, that they're doing
1: it, but uh, but I also feel like it
0: what I'm already getting the impression that like what happened was this guy had blackmailed every person on planet Earth that was <laughs> in yeah. the judicial judiciary system and that he just had all these people and he knew all their secrets and I think when we get into all the Epstein didn't kill himself stuff that became a meme I think it's going to turn into people just said, let's never talk about this again. And let's never let a man get this much power
1: over us. Like kind of, I think
0: they're like, let's yeah. just shut the door and let's never talk about it again. Sorry.
1: So do you, so you're still watching this, so I'm probably going to watch this and maybe I'll form some opinions. So do you think he was deeply connected in terms of like a secret society thing or more it just, he just genuinely had blackmail on people? And so he was kind of I don't an enigma. He was an enigma. He's not part of a larger structure that's all built around this stuff.
0: At this point in the documentary, because I had known some stuff when he was all the suicide stuff had come out about him. It is like he waved a magic wand because like the stuff that he got away with and the case they built against him, and people just all of a sudden dropped everything. People were like, I've never seen this in 40 years of law. Nobody would give us answers. Nobody would even say what happened and they just shut up. Everybody shut up. All of these people. And it's like, it's unbelievable. It's like he did a cheat code. He ended he entered like the GTA cheat code into life. Uh, so I don't know. I, we're getting into that and I just don't know what happened. I
1: don't know. Everyone watches this. It's very yeah. disturbing, but it's interesting.
0: Yeah. So uh,
2: not, not a good dude. Uh, movies. Man, uh, guys, I went on a binger. Yeah. Uh, and you're not usually that,
0: a movie guy, so good I'm on you not, again to be on that. Uh,
2: so, Dead by Daylight released the newest chapter, the Silent Hill chapter. So, they're bringing Pyramid Head on, on over from Silent Hill and Cheryl. And I was sitting there and I was playing the other day, and I was like, you know what? Like, I'd never really watched the Saw series, and I played Pig a lot in Dead by Daylight. Um and I didn't know Detective Tap came from Dead by Daylight. Uh not Dead by Daylight from Saul. Um <laughs> no, Dead by David Daylight. Tap. Yeah, whatever. So I sat down and I proceeded to watch Saul's 1 through 6. You all, watched all 6? Not all 6. I still have two more to go. Okay. Um, I watched Saul 1, then 2, then 3, then 4 like back four. to back? Uh just about. You're yeah. a
0: serial killer, dude.
1: I don't um, I don't watch those. Were they good? Um <sighs> they seem so mean-spirited i i mean i know that's stupid to say like, i like horror movies that like are a little hokey at times or yeah. like it's hereditary where it's definitely dark but it's thematic i don't know like where it's just like brutal and they're gutting people people are losing their limbs and they're like yeah. going, getting caught in machines like oh. torture. i don't like that is it like torture
2: kind of yeah, it's like torture.
1: Um, the first one, I heard the first one's not as much, or is it?
2: First one, first, okay, let me, I'll, I'll just break it down to you as quick as I can. First things first, hot takes. Tobin Bell is an absolute amazing actor. Um, great job playing John Kramer, uh, Jigsaw. Did a phenomenal job. Loved the character. Um, believed the pain and suffering he was going through. Everything was great. Shawnee Smith, um, didn't like her at first. Grew on me over time. Um, and then Donnie Wahlberg was really, really awesome. Um, They all played a great role in these movies. Um, Now, let's break down each movie. Saw one. Acting's hot trash. And the only person that saves that whole movie is Tobin Smith. Um, Everyone else. Yeah, Jigsaw. Everyone else is terrible. Uh, Like, the interaction and the writing between the two people who are stuck in the uh, the bathroom is terrible. Like, it's not like a great movie. But believe it or not, out of all the movies on Rotten Tomatoes, it's the highest rated one. It makes no sense. Um, but it was. Something not good.
0: about the first one has to have something good that people like. Is That's why it, was, it spawns it all these because, sequels.
2: It's because it has never happened. It was like the whole like serial killer pitting people against one another or serial yeah. killer trying to, trying to justify the reasons he's killing. Yeah, it's know? a fun
0: concept that can be. Yeah,
2: it is. And yeah. honestly, as it went down more and more, um, we get to Saw 2. And uh, Saw 2 was a really good movie. Um Honestly, it had a lot of twists and turns I wasn't ready for. And it really had me on the edge of the seat towards the end of the movie. Like, oh my gosh. Like, I was like, have you guys seen any of the movies? No. Uh, I've heard
0: of one part, and I watched one clip on YouTube that made me laugh because I heard about it on another podcast. But there's a part where one of the people is uh makes a trap out of needles.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: And they – end up having to they end up getting thrown into their own trap or something is that how it goes or they have they, to grab into their own trap or something gets like they make this trap and they get trapped in it or something but um, that, that always made me laugh but
2: it was so saw two um i know what you're talking it's the, the hole of needles
0: um, yeah what which one is that four
2: saw two two okay unless it's, I, I don't remember it being needles and saw now don't, i don't remember saw needles being in saw four um but Saw Two, everyone gets thrown into this giant house and basically he's pumping nerve gas toxin into yeah. the house and a certain amount of time to find an antidote. Um and then at the end there's like this huge twist up revealing that someone was in the house. Um yeah, it was really cool. Uh Saw three is like a deeper uh dive into like the psyche of jigsaw. Yeah um which was really awesome. Saw four is absolute bonkers. It's <laughs> Honestly, like, and I, I didn't know this until I like started to look it up. But uh, so that's the end of um. I think Darren Bosman uh, he wrote Saw two, not saw he directed Saw two, three, and four. He did great for two and three. Four was absolutely insane. But that's when I found out the screenwriter changed. They had a, they had new screenwriters and they knew a new whole new story cast that wrote the story. Um. So I was like, this movie went off the deep end. Saw five. Uh, David Hackle takes over and uh, tries to get the whole thing back on track, and then Saw Six is a complete and of butt show. Uh, like it was absolutely a bore fest. Like I don't remember. I thought you
1: said much. you only watched four of them.
2: No, I watched all six. Oh, Isn't there
1: a movie called Jigsaw?
2: That's where I'm working my way to. Um, to my understanding, Saw Saw the final chapter and Jigsaw are the two like best ones. Oh
1: wow! Saw the final chapter. Saw seven
2: uh Saul. no it's called I think
1: it's called Saw 3D it's So It's after
2: Saw 6 Yes
1: Now uh, did you know there's a new one coming out with a little bit yeah. of a different
2: Chris Rock cr- what called Spiral
1: Chris Rock got the rights to Saw and he's making a movie called Spiral Wow
2: Yeah which Chris Rock making a movie is absolutely mind blowing to me Chris um, Rock
1: had a Chris Rock made a great movie hold on it was in 2015 I think Called Top Five. You guys ever heard of that? Mm-mm. Let me look it up, make sure that's the title. I watched it in theaters. It made twenty-six million dollars at the box office. It cost $12 million to make, so it was considered a flop. It's got a 6.4 on Rotten or on uh IMDB, but on Rotten Tomatoes, it's got a 86. It's a comedy movie. And it's just a movie about Chris Rock, and it's it's about it's called Top Five. He plays a comedian, and it just is like 24 hours in his life. And it's awesome. Like he finds out he's going to get divorced and he's hang- he goes back to like the neighborhood he grew up in. He- it's kind of funny, but it's also kind of serious. It it was just like a really good simple movie. It felt like a throwback to something that would get made in the 90s. It's called Top 5. It came out in 2015, uh 2014, and I would recommend that movie. I like that movie a lot, but he directed it and he wrote it and it was really good and it like Totally didn't really go anywhere money wise. And so this will be his next movie. It's a spiral yeah. movie based on Saul.
0: What a what a transition.
1: Yeah. Um He's a talented director if that top five movies anything to go off. I thought it was really good.
2: I mean, I definitely say you guys should go uh, if you ever have a desire. Now I'll tell you this right now. I watched Joker and I got sick. Um these movies kind of at points made me pretty sick. Um some of like the contest stuff they did. I'm not uh, into
0: that stuff. Yeah, me neither. Like hostile it, torturing.
2: It was I'll watch uh,
1: Slasher, I'll watch Michael Myers creep around. I'll watch demons or ghosts or the torture stuff, it just it's it's so just gross. I don't know. It,
2: it is, uh but i've
1: heard people say saw 1 is a legitimately good movie it's not over the top with that stuff necessarily it's just more like the movie it's, 7 it's, i've heard it's like the movie 7 it's so just what, very so bizarre.
0: which one's your favorite out of all the ones out of all six uh, what's your favorite uh,
2: the ones i watched to saw 2 saw 2 uh, cool. saw 2 it had me on the edge of the seat um there was one saw um that would be a nice like competitive one which i think it's um I'm trying to remember which one it was, because it has a guy who essentially takes a cop who's been so twist, like so focused on solving the case and makes him run around the whole city. And then in the end, basically frames him for being the new Jigsaw.
1: Ooh, which one's that? That sounds uh, cool. I think it's Saw 5. Holy crap. I want to watch. That sounds really cool. That sounds uh, like the uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance of this series. Uh, That's what they did. You guys like Die Hard? Do you see the yeah. Die Hard movies? Have you seen Die Hard 3? I've only seen I, the first one. Okay, Die Hard 3 is almost better than the first Die Hard because they kept making these movies where he's stuck in an airport no. or he's stuck in a building. Die Hard 3, Die Hard with a Vengeance, they say, okay, pair him with Samuel L. Jackson, put him in the middle of Harlem with all this race tension and cop tension. It's actually a very timely movie. They have him, they have John McClane start the movie wearing a sandwich board naked oh, with, I hate, I, you yeah, know, heard and walking movie. through Harlem. And they pair him with Samuel L. Jackson, and they're running around New York City trying to solve riddles. It's so good. I heard with the vengeance.
2: It's all four. I'm sorry. All um, four. All four really. This is where like saw two, three, and and four. I said earlier really, four kind of gets nuts, but the concept of four is cool. It just the writing's really crappy, but um, like the combination of the end of the movie, including like everything he's been doing, um, was really cool. And they brought back characters from the other movies and it made it like, made it like really memorable moment at the end. Um, but yeah. Uh, cool. Avoid, Saw. avoid Saw 5 if you can. Uh, Is it just uh, bad? It's just bad. It just, it, it has a lot of gore and not a lot of uh, anything else going on. So that's pretty much it. Uh, but I highly recommend Saw 2. Saw, honestly, you can watch Saw 1 and 2 and go to bed and be happy. Nice. I don't know if I'd watch it. I don't know that. if I'd go to bed happy. I might go to bed scared and demonic. That
1: was so nice. That was so good. Fuck me in.
2: Yeah, fuck me in at night. But yeah, I went on a binger, guys. Um, went on a binger, hardcore.
0: Um, well, yeah. speaking of bingers, uh, I continued my binge of the Dirty Harry Quintology. Guys, I'm on the fourth of five films.
1: I love that you're watching through all these.
0: Uh, I watched uh, Sudden Impact. Sudden Impact. This movie was made in 83. Dirty Harry is back. Um, this time it follows primarily another kind of lead main character. Uh, I forget her name, but her and her sister, they show some flashbacks and they were sexually assaulted uh, at this like carnival placed by these like, criminal people or whatever they're like looney tunes villains basically uh in this plot uh they have this um woman who plays a very stereotypical manly lesbian uh she is like kind of the leader of this group and she laughed like this (laughs) the whole time uh then these other like crooked guys and stuff that are with her and what happens is people start getting just murdered. Like they're shot in the nuts and they're shot in the head. And after the third one of that, they're like, we've got like a serial killer. we got somebody coming around here and killing. And it's one of those sisters. One of the sisters is still like in like shock out of everything that happened to her. And this girl is like getting revenge. And So what's been cool. One thing I liked about this is they continue this kind of like, you know there is no justice and all this stuff from the past films this one was like well there is somebody you know dishing it out like without you know going through the courts there's somebody just shooting people in the nuts and shooting them in the head because what they did you know south
2: park talked about that
0: did they well uh you should shoot people in the nuts shooting people in the nuts
2: sorry i just odd (laughs) note
0: okay um so uh they so he shows up he's trying to figure this all out this film though from the other ones he kind of shows up and does some cool stuff this one they make clint eastwood into batman what i mean by that is there are scenes where uh so where clint eastwood's character is at in this film is he basically comes up to this uh um, it was almost like a scene from The Godfather. Clint Eastwood basically busts into this wedding, like he just—he's not invited. He he shows up, he walks in, and sees this like crime lord, like Godfather guy, and he's sitting there with his daughter. It's his daughter's wedding, and he like pulls out this letter, and Clint Eastwood has all this dirt on this guy, and he's talking mean to Clint at first, like Clint Eastwood's g- dirty, dirty hairy, and he's looking at him, and he looks down at him. He's like, you know, uh, your family. He's like, why would you run this? You know, why would you come here? He's speaking like the Godfather. He's like, my my daughter's wedding. Well, I'm glad you came here. Just kind of toying with, with uh, Callahan. Clint Eastwood looks down. He's like, you know what? Might also run this wedding is if they know that their father um, raped this woman and like had all this like dirt on him and this envelope and like the everyone starts crying and the daughter starts crying and that guy like has a heart attack and stuff oh my lord like like has a heart attack from all this stuff and he walks out well he everybody wants to kill him from this like crime ring like he they have so many people in this crime ring that like hunt him down and like shoot him in broad daylight they try to do a shootout with him well he hides on this boardwalk or like he's running away from these like three guys with machine guns he gets up there and they're looking around it's kind of a cool scene but at the same time you're like they're shifting the mood a little bit from the older films they're looking around and they shoot this dumpster. They come up to this dumpster, and there's like tension. They shoot this dumpster to like bits, like there's holes all in it. And they're like looking around because they still can't see him. And they keep walking, and the camera goes, and there's like these barrels. And he kicks up the barrel like Looney Tune style, and takes him out like Batman from the behind. And towards the end of the movie, there is a cool moment when like they're chasing that girl that was getting revenge on everybody, and. In the shadows, a perfectly like it is so cool the way they did the lighting, but they might as well play the Batman theme from that, from you know, <laughs> the animated series. Just you just see Dirty Harry with the gun, and like all oh you see is the silhouette at this boardwalk near this carnival, he kind of becomes a
1: meme of himself.
0: Mm-hmm. But it was kind of cool. But at the same time, you're like, this guy's Batman uh, in this. <laughs> and then the only thing I hate to end on a low note, but maybe we'll have a good laugh at the same time. Big Top Pee Wee. Big Top Pee Wee. So I watched Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I enjoyed it. That was uh, Tim Burton, worked on that one. Tim Burton did not work on this one at all. He was nowhere to be found. This film is bad.
1: this film
0: literally i i had checked out by the end um this stuff happens in this film where you're like you're asking why is this happening there are two funny moments the whole film the rest you're just angry and you're wondering why they did this part i'll give you an example the one part that made me laugh i'll just put this in my parents Used to joke when I was a little kid, I would just if I'd be whining for something. There's a part in this movie that's very funny, where he's in this town and Pee-wee comes up. He's like a he's like kind of a regular local in the town, and these two old ladies are are in front of him trying to order at the general like store. And Pee-wee's like, "Hello, I need service. I need service." He keeps like annoyingly asking. And my parents used to care, compare me to Pee-wee when I was a kid when I'd really want a toy or I'd really want something. There's a scene when he, the old guy is like trying to help these women and Pee-wee keep interrupting. And Pee-wee goes, or the guy, the old guy goes, all right, okay. Uh, sorry, ladies. Pee-wee needs his cheese sandwich. I'm so sorry. Uh, Pee-wee needs help right now. <laughs> I'm like annoyed. Like he stops. The whole world has to stop. And everybody's staring at Pee-wee, this my guy in his bow tie. And I cracked up watching that because I just remember my parents always saying that growing up of, peewee needs his cheese sandwich hold on we need to stop peewee really needs his cheese sandwich right now so that made me laugh there's also a scene that makes me angry that's kind of weird you're like not with peewee as a character but it's a funny way they do it he has this like girl and they're like a funny couple together and he's really in love with her and they find the circus and he finds this girl the main whole thing is he's joining the circus We don't know. He just joins the circus, and that's the whole movie. And they want to have in this town, and they don't want to have the circus in the town. That's the whole plot. And the whole time watching I'm like, I don't care. I don't care the whole movie. Whereas Big Top Adventure, you're having a funny time finding his bike. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, Pee-wee's Big
1: Adventure. You're on a road trip with him. Yeah, you're on a road trip.
0: And that still is worthless, but it's funny worthless, like a worthless, goofy plot of like he's looking for his bike, but it becomes this fun road trip thing. This is like – it doesn't really – I never felt like watching this movie. I felt like please just end it. So he finds this girl and he's like starstruck by this girl, like completely like smitten by this girl. And he cheats on his his fiance. Actually that girl's his fiance. He cheats on his fiance with this woman and they're making out in the woods and they start what? making out. Pee Wee does with this girl. But the part that made me laugh in this is like like na 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 you know that music when they're doing a love scene kind of comes up yeah. that kind of comes up it swells and they're making out and that music stops but they keep making out for a little bit awkwardly <laughs> they do that for about 15 seconds that made me laugh but then his fiance why? comes up what are you gonna say why is he
1: cheating on his wife
0: he was smitten by the girl and he totally that's what i'm saying i'm like Peewee's kind of an a-hole. I was just like, I, I'm kind of mad at Peewee. It's like semi funny, but I'm like, I kind of like hate Peewee as a character. His fiance walks in and sees this happening, and of course is mad. And that other girl gets mad, and they're both mad at Peewee for a while. At some point, oh, he also can talk to a pig for some reason out of nowhere. He has an ability to talk to pigs, so he talks to this pig and he's like building he, brain film it almost is he's building in his tent science experiments Wee, for some reason can do all these like crazy inventions so he's inventing a hot dog tree he invented a hot dog tree now remember this this comes back later because it's so stupid when they show it they do this whole movie. They make this whole circus. And the old guy, that old guy that was in that shop and the whole town say, we do not want a circus. Go away, Pee-wee and the rest of these people. We only want to just live in peace. We don't want the circus. So they're pushing the circus on these poor old people. And Pee-wee, and they're like, we're going to kick you out. We're getting the cops involved if you don't leave. And they're like, I guess we have to leave. And Pee-wee goes, let me try one more thing. And he shows up at the, at the general store, all these old people, and he's like, do you want to try these hot dogs? And they're like, yeah. And they eat these hot dogs and they all turn into little kids. They turn these old people into little kids. And he's like, now <laughs> do you want to go see the circus? And they're like, yeah, I'm just the whole movie. Cause this movie sucks. They go to the circus and it is an obnoxious. Like it's just gag after gag of Pee-wee doing goofy stuff in the circus. There is a gag that is literally like, Neil Breen would do it more likely like a David Lynch, like two minute scene of somebody doing something goofy. Peewee gets to the end of this rope and he lets like a cat walk on the cat on the, on the tightrope and then a dog and then a tiger and then a bear and then an elephant and then like a hippo walks on it. And that goes on. I kid you not. I'm like, I got on my phone. I was like, is this still the same shot is going on for two minutes what I kid on you earth? not. What happened it's with Unbelievable. That? that goes at the very end, he kisses that girl that he broke it off for, that new girl, whatever, at the circus. They kiss, they look at the the, the screen and it does a Looney Tunes like, you know how it like kind of goes into the hole and it kind of focuses on Pee-Wee and stuff? It goes, it closes and then the credits roll. And I what? was so upset at this film. I get, I give it a one and a half. I, the only reason it gets a one and a half is is that gag. Those gags make me laugh. I thought they did. But other than that, this film is abhorrent. It's it should have never I mean, been made.
2: I have to enjoy it.
0: I, it it should have never been made. And it was <laughs> terrible from beginning to end.
1: That sounds horrendous.
0: I'm sorry you had experienced that. That yeah, sounds so, so brutal. So I'm done with the Pee Wee stuff. I might check out that Netflix th- thing to see, you know, you know. I just uh, hate myself, so I'll continue to watch Pee-wee, But
1: That sounds see, unbelievable. It
0: cannot be as bad as this, honestly. So there's your the PeeWee Netflix. update. Uh, you picked the
1: strangest things to just latch on to and go all
0: the yeah, way through. Perfect. Yeah. So that was the Pee-wee update. Wow. Wow. So that's it. Um,
1: thank you I for just going. see. Hold on. I've never seen this before. While you were explaining this, I yeah. pulled this movie up on Rotten Tomatoes. Never seen this in my life. There's a couple of positive reviews, but you know, you can scroll down and you see like quotes from the people that give it positive. I just see so many rotten symbols and it says the name and the person that wrote it and the quote just says, quote, not available. I see it nine times out of the 20 that are sampled here. For, Just, pee- for yeah, big, yeah. Pee-wee's, yeah, pee Big Top, Rotten, no quote available. Quote not available. <laughs> and then there's one where it's Rotten and it says, "What a waste." It says,
0: "Yeah, this Man. movie is a waste of your time." I, I was angry because I'd watched it.
1: So, cool. Co- Cole Smithy gave it a positive and said, "A yelling comedy. Comedy. Look out for those slight gags."
0: I, yeah, slight gags is right. Movie is oh. bad. So hopefully we'll have a better movie. Uh, I I will have watched the fifth and final Dirty Harry film. So I'm excited to see how they end that out Um, there. So, but thank you for watching Dwee Bros podcast where we talk gaming, TV shows, movies, maybe politics from now on. I'm just kidding. Nah. Uh, But thank you. Also, we have a Twitter, DweeboYT on Twitter. We update when we're doing streams, when we're doing, hey, when that when they are, they rescheduled, they're going to be rescheduling the PS5 update, our first look yeah. at the launch, I guess the launch games or launch window games.
2: Mm-hmm. PlayStation
0: 5. I'll be streaming that live. Also, along with that, uh, we all have shows. I have Hangouts. I stream on Thursdays at 7 p.m., unless noted otherwise, on the Twitter. Travis,
1: Time machine, looking for at 5 p.m. on Tuesdays, 5, 5.30 p.m.
2: Um, Jacob's Casual Corner is currently going through a rebranding. Uh, the only reason why is I have – school has been hitting full force, and I'm also in the process – if you guys all know this, I'm currently unemployed. Shout-out COVID-19. Shout-out. Um, Shout-out COVID. COVID. Um, so I'm currently in the process of looking for a job because, you know, you have to be a productive citizen in life. Um, so what I've been doing instead has been uploading some of my either my highlights from my streams or um, when I do stream or just uploading random stuff on uh, I been playing and trying to keep you guys updated um, I found that I rather do that than have to dedicate and it's no offense to anybody else I just I cannot dedicate you know an additional hour and a half two hours to a streaming twice a week so cool you guys continue to see bits and takes from me uh, you just saw call of duty win which is the perfect epitome of co- Casual corner, if I say so myself. <laughs> uh, so we'll keep coming those. We'll keep throwing those your way. I have a high Warriors and a breath of life. One and one for out there.
0: Cool. All right. Well, I think that's it. Thank you for joining us. Does anyone have like a last word? I I feel like we ended on this pee wee stuff.
2: We got to get posy. Posy
0: uh, vibes.
2: I, what's positive right now, man? Let's be honest. Saul. Go. go what Saul. It's better you than know the what? news yeah, go watch saw you'll you'll understand a little bit you know what hey at least hey, you know what at
1: least at least a bowl is not happening oh wait what well, what oh a bowl a is happening oh, a okay. bowl is back, okay, okay, there's been an Ebola outbreak all right. hey guys
2: twenty twenty the
1: gift that keeps on giving
2: twenty twenty vision is not a thing.
0: It's terrible.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, uh, I think we... Uh, let's end on this. There's no murder hornets. That... Oh,
1: shit.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, uh, there actually are. Um, uh,
2: neocast making a comeback. What is it? gas making a comeback. Are they? No, I'm just joking. Well...
0: I got it. I. What? What is it? An announcement for the whole channel. We are only from now on going to be streaming our reactions to the Masked Singer. Who's it going to (laughs) be?
1: This is now a Masked Singer podcast.
2: (laughs) She bangs. She bangs oh oh she moves she moves yeah yeah she bangs she, she bangs, bangs she bangs. oh I baby but she
1: moves, she moves she moves i go crazy because she looks yeah. like a flower but she stings like a bee like every girl in history
2: no, she bangs she, she bangs thank i'm you. wasted by Wait, the way thank she... you where's the people at